0: Hello, Lafayette, and welcome to the LPI podcast, where we talk about Lafayette Schools, the LPI Education Foundation, and what your donation supports for our teachers and children. My name is Adam. Welcome. I am the host. I am the tour guide of this podcast for LPI, and I'm also a father of two children currently at Spring Hill Elementary in second and fourth grade. And you know what? As always, thank you so much for tuning in. Today on the podcast, we have the career counseling team and principal from Akalani's High School with us. I'm gonna introduce them and then they're gonna say a little bit about themselves. We have Principal Travis Bell, short story, Travis and I used to work together in another district. So we go back, Travis, it's great to have you on the show. We have Ann, Ann Anne Schoner, Ann's gonna correct her name and Wendy Riker, Wendy, please correct your name. Welcome to the podcast. Travis, kick us off. Tell us just what you do, how long you've been at Akalani's, and uh, we'll just go from there.
1: Yeah. Hi, Adam, and thanks for having us on the show today. My name is Travis Bell. I'm the principal at Akalani's High School. I have been the principal here for, this is my fifth year, actually. I was here for four years prior to that as the associate principal, and I couldn't be more proud to um, be the head of this amazing school and working with an amazing community such as um, Elpi.
0: Awesome. Anne. can you uh, introduce yourself to everybody listening?
2: Yeah, so I'm Ann Schoenauer and I'm one of four school counselors at Akalani's. Um, this is, I think, my ninth year at Akalani's and I've been working in the district since 2006. We have four um, experienced and dedicated school counselors um, that work with all all Akalani students and we're a great team.
0: Thank you, Anne. And Wendy, let's round it out.
3: Hi, um, thank you so much, Adam, for putting this together. I love the opportunity to share all the great resources we have. Um, here at Akalani's with our community. Um, so my name's Wendy Riker, you said it correctly. Um, this is my second year as the Akalani's college and career advisor. Um, it's a full-time role here. And I work in collaboration with the administration team, but you know very closely with uh, the four counselors as well. So um, it's a great opportunity to interact with all the kids, to be a resource here. Um, I actually have my certificate in college advising from Berkeley and I'm a parent as well in the community. So I personally have a student who graduated class of 2020 in a pandemic. Um, I also have a student who's a junior in the district and an eighth grader at Stanley.
0: Awesome, well, thanks everyone. So like most things, a lot of programs, big programs, they have multiple funding sources, um, just so people realize. So the career canceling, Center, uh, Travis correct me, is multi-funded by district, by APC, probably by LPI, just different funding sources. Can you talk about the importance of that and how that all kind of works together and when you're planning and thinking about kids and staff and what, what is needed, what do you think about from, from the principal's office when, you, when you're planning for those sources and what is needed?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So as we know, schools are underfunded in the state. And that's where we have organizations like LPI who come in and really help make sure that some of these essential programs and offerings for our students are available. And so in terms of our college and career counseling center, um, it is kind of jointly funded through some different um, organizations. I'm going to pause for the bell that's ringing. This just tells you how dedicated we are that we are we are at work working hard. Um, so the College and Career Center, we do have, there's district funding for, for the staffing that happens in the College and Career Center, but then we also know that there's professional development that's requ- required, there's resources that are needed, there's access to online um, application processes and where students can keep their, their resume and apply to colleges and have letters of rec uploaded and all that sort of stuff and that's where organizations like LPI come in and help support to make sure that happens.
0: Yeah, and I'll tell you, just as a resident of Lafayette, my family and I, we just moved, but we used to live right behind Akalani, so we've grown up riding scooters and skateboards and bikes just around campus on the weekend, and I remember at the end of last year, in front of the Performing Arts building, there was a big piece of butcher paper, and there was the little kids had written where they were going to school, and my family and I stopped and just the eclectic variety of all the, I mean, the University of Alabama and Tennessee, and I think the Naval Academy was up there. My, my wife and I had actually had a good time talking to our kids about all the different options. And yes, families play a role in that, but the advisors and the counselors at Alcalanis play a huge role in that as well too. And talk about, talk about that process, talking to students, working with students about their schedules, Telling them what's possible scholarships. I have no idea I didn't talk to the counselor once in high school. So what do you do what's the benefit kind of maybe bring me through a typical day month year cycle what does it all look like.
2: Um, so this is Anne again talking to Anne Uh, As a school counselor. We're kind of generalists and I always say that we have the best job. Because we get to meet our students actually before they're even in high school, we meet them in eighth grade and then we get to know them throughout their whole four years of high school. So we really get to see that development and um, get to know them. And because we kind of have a foot in in all the different aspects like our job is the social and emotional development of students as it relates to their school and career. So we're we're talking to them about classes, but we're also talking to them about personal things, um, wellness, college, and so we have a we work closely with our college and career advisor. We work closely with wellness, but we're we're having those conversations of like, oh, well, what do you what do you like to do in your free time? Here's a really cool thing that you could do in the summertime. Why don't you go talk to Ms. Riker about you know, to see if like, oh, if there's a summer program that has to do with your specific interest. Um, And then as we get to know students and and they are kind of following that path, we get more and more information and we can share more information. And I think one of the things that we do is kind of just help set the tone for students and families. And yes, there are amazing things out there and college is a very complicated thing and, and it's good to have high aspirations but also like let's look at the true breadth of all the choices out there and just trying to really enforce that um that our students are so talented and they do have so many options and i was going to say like uh wendy and i were talking and as you pointed out adam Last year, I think we had students going to over a hundred different institutions in at least 25 different states. So it really is beyond just those like top 10 things that, that maybe kids have heard of. And that's when I get asked, like I wanna to go to a good college. I usually ask them, what, what does that mean? And and usually it boils down to a college that I've heard of. So (laughs) we try and make sure that they hear of a lot more colleges and other opportunities.
0: I'm glad that you clarified because I came at the question with like a college lens, but the team does so much. S-E-L is a, you know, education is filled with alphabet soup, social, emotional learning. And I'm so glad that you really expanded on that with it's not just college, it's programs, it's support, it's conversations, it's it's things that can help students in any way so that we have very well-rounded uh, kids. Now, Wendy, um, in the college and career spectrum, how are you helping kids with getting into college? And I'm gonna add another layer that college looks different and there are different programs than there were when I was applying to college 20 years over 20 years ago. What has changed, what's similar, what's complex? What's your biggest challenge? What's your biggest celebration with all of it? That's like seven questions there. <laughs> Do your best with answering them all.
3: Um, you know, there's so much that's changed since everyone in this group has applied to college. I mean, for starters, we applied on paper and mailed it in with a stamp. And now everything is on the internet, everything is um, electronic and it has made things more accessible. And that that is partially why you may see um, a broader reach um, in school selection, right? So like Ann mentioned, we're looking at over 25 states. You even mentioned you see kids that are going to University of Alabama, Hawaii. I mean, there's a lot more options on the plate um, available to our students. Um, you know, some of the differences our, um, you know, college, the college process is now much more unpredictable. So students are applying to many more schools, our average student is applying to 10 to 12 schools, right? And they're really researching those on the internet. Sometimes, you know, especially like in this last year, they're researching schools based on what they see on the internet, they don't have a chance to visit them until they get accepted. And then they go look at them. Um, But, you know, people are exploring more out of state, because there's a lot of scholarship money now available and there's this really cool program that we've taught our kids about called the WUI program and not to get bogged down in the weeds but it's this um, exchange program amongst 13 western states and they give discounts and tuition um, to member states and so when you see a lot of kids going to Colorado State and Washington State, Montana, um, they're able to explore those opportunities because there's significant aid available to our to our kids and our families. Um, the other the other change too is the number of college applicants has gone way up right just the sheer numbers that are out there Um, and so it's a completely different landscape and um, you know one thing that I try to help kids with is really look at all of the options out there Um, I really partner with each of our counselors and it really it continues to blow my mind how much they know about each individual student in their caseload it's it's so impressive and I can have Come to them and ask them about a student I'm meeting with, and they have a long history with that student, and they really understand the coursework that they've taken, the successes and challenges that they've had. And so it's really nice that I get a chance to partner with each of these counselors, and we really get to talk first um, about how to approach um, helping each student and what they're looking for. Um, And you know, the diversity within Akalani's is incredible, and celebrating that. Um, Not everyone wants to go to a four-year school. Not everyone is ready for that. And so we also work with them on um, other options. The two-year option is fantastic. We partner with DVC and we help um, tons of kids. I think last year we might have registered over 60 kids to to matriculate to DVC after um, graduation. So we try to present all options. College isn't for everyone and we want everyone to feel that their needs are met here and celebrated. Um, There's kids who take a gap year and and then think about it. There's kids who are um, going straight into tech programs or the workforce. Um, And so there's just a lot of options. And and I love that we get a chance to celebrate the whole child in the process of helping everyone who is interested and ready for college.
2: ELPAI wants to take a minute to thank our top sponsors for the 2021 year. These sponsors, along with our business partners, support academic excellence in Lafayette. The incredible initiatives at our schools that you are hearing about on these podcasts are a result of funding from our business partners and you. Special thank you to our Diamond sponsor, Dudum Real Estate Group, and Julie Del Santo and Tina Freckman. Also, our Platinum sponsor, Law Office of Daniel Horowitz. Look for the 2021 El Business Partner decal on the storefronts of local businesses and be sure to go in and say thank you. They make the education of our Lafayette students a priority and are crucial to our schools maintaining their great reputation.
0: Yeah, I love that. Speaking of DVC, I applied to Chico and Sac State out of high school. I was not the model student. We're not gonna get into that. That's for another podcast. Um, I never visited the principal's office, Travis. I just was not the model student. I got into Chico. My parents said, Adam, you are not ready to go away to college. I'm glad they did. I went to DVC for one semester, changed my life. I came home. I called Chico, I just literally went in the phone book because to your point, Wendy, we used to fill out things. There wasn't the internet kids back in 1997, or if it was, it was very limited. I called the admissions um, at Chico and I said, hey, I was in last year, am I still in? And they said, what's your social security number? And I told them and they said, yeah, you're still in, like in quotes, and I said, I'm coming. And then I went downstairs and I told my parents, I said, I'm going to Chico next year and um, my life, my life changed after that. So, uh, Hey, do not discount community college. It, uh, it is a great resource. You know, Travis, as I'm listening to Wendy and Ann talk and thinking about just a high school and it's, it's a small city and I'm a principal of an elementary school. That's like a, a little village compared to like a high school. What are you most proud of, um, when it comes to kids in college and ROTC or the Naval Academy or a trade school or anything in general as you kind of sit back and you look at the last five years, last 10 years of being at Akalani's, you know, if I'm doing the math right with your resume um, and just seeing kids now come back after college and what they've done, what do you think about and what are you most proud of?
1: Yeah, that's a great question, Adam. And I would say, What I'm most proud of is seeing students come back and express that the lessons, um, the passions that they discovered here at Akalani's have stuck with them and have been been impacted the decisions and the choices that they have made beyond Akalani's. um, Seeing them come back and not only be lifelong learners, but looking for ways that they can engage in their community and give back to their community, both locally here in Lafayette and then beyond and make impacts in the world. Um, We start every year kind of highlighting this phrase that that we believe every student can achieve at high levels. And when we talk about high levels, what we mean by that is that they're gonna graduate from Akalani's which is high level in and of itself. And they're gonna graduate with options, um, options for what they want to accomplish. Um, And so being able to see our students walk across that stage and shake their hand, knowing that um, over their four years here at Akalani's they have had the opportunities to engage in a myriad of different um, avenues from visual and performing arts to career tech ed to um, high level science classes and math classes and English selectives and they've, they've gotten the, the sort of gamut of the high school experience um, including those Outside of classroom experiences, athletics, clubs, that sort of stuff, and they've been able to find something that they're passionate about and that they're interested in, and that they can gate that they can engage in a critical way um, that they know they can go and use that skill or that gift to make an impact in their community in a positive way. So I, I love hearing stories about our alumni coming back um, and having experienced this success outside of Akalani's.
0: Yeah, no, I. I, I love that, and being an educator myself, when, when kids come back, and you see that, and you hear it, and you, in those long-lasting relationships, they, they do, they go so far. I, I want to go a little bit deeper, Travis, with, with LPI, and I, I, you know, as a principal myself, I know how important those parent groups are, and, and fundraising, and meeting with people, meeting with the organization, and developing that, and having members of LPI go come to the school and you're giving them a tour and you're showing them and you're telling them. Um, and I know you come from a long line of leaders. I know your mom was a principal for a long time because I, I know your mom um, you know, from, from way back when, when I, was a, when I was a teacher, talk about your relationship as a principal. And it's somewhat unique because Akalani's is a different district than Lafayette School District, you know, but that Alpine connection is very strong. And for people listening, Yes, the Lafayette School District is four elementary schools. And then Stanley Middle, Akalani's is its own high school district, which is a unique setup. So just talk about that relationship and what it's meant to you um, just throughout the years.
1: Yeah, well, to that end, I think one thing that LPI um, has really worked hard to do well is to bridge that gap from the Lafayette School District to the Akalani School District and helping parents understand that their support really carries a a child from TK, kindergarten level, all the way through to graduation. Um, And so you can kind of see the impact that LPI has had across all 12 years, 13 years of of that child's educational experience. But it is a unique partnership that we have with our parent organizations and specifically with ElPI, as we walk the halls and give tours of our classrooms and our facilities and our spaces. You see ElPI's impact in every space that you walk into. So you walk into a science room and you are seeing students I always use the example of dissecting dead cats, which I don't know why my mind always goes there. Maybe it says something about me. But using that example, um, those dead cats come from LPI. Now I'm not saying that LPI is advocating for dead cats, but all of those lab supplies that come in from those uh, biotech engineering equipment to get to, to look at some of the in-depths of those components to dissecting cats or frogs or whatever it is that they have on the table, All of that comes from LPI. And then you're seeing the lab equipment, the um, microscopes, the utensils that they're using, those were all um, funded by LPI um, so that the kids have access to, to go deeper in their knowledge and their understanding. Then you can go over and be in a completely different uh, part of campus and you're looking at um, world language and walking into our language lab and seeing students engaging in conversations with people around the world or with each other and recording those conversations for teachers to be able to listen to and provide feedback on their tone and accents and all of that and then you head over into the social science department and you can see some of the flags that lpi purchased um, so that the teacher can hang a flag from every country around their classroom and have students discuss the um, political impacts of of those countries and and how they engage with one another i mean it's just uh it's limitless what lpi has been able to fund and provide for our students Um, that includes you know uh, our visual and performing arts and all those supplies, but also getting outside coaches to come in and, and work with our students so that they can uh, hone their skills on the violin or the flute or as a, as a singer, um, materials for the, the stagecraft to design um, just this epic rotating dial of a stage that's going to happen for their, their fall play production. I mean, um, it's it's a unique partnership that we get to have with Elpi, and we get to see the impact that they have um, on our students over their time at Akalani's. Well, I love the tour that you just took us on, and I'm glad that you didn't
0: stop at dead cats because we may have had to go a little bit deeper. Yeah. I'm glad you brought yeah. us to other parts of the campus, but hey, those those cats are they're important and they're real, uh, you know and I'm going to come to you next similar question to Travis about you know what are you most proud of and maybe what are you most proud of we haven't seen kids in person in almost a year in you know in our in our schools and um there have been challenges obviously with all of our jobs and what's uh what's a win what's uh what are you proud of what's just let's end on on some really high positivity with the work that you're doing As an academic counselor, do you have have anything to share with the with our listeners?
2: Yes, um, it it has been such a hard year and I am for one looking forward to seeing my students in person. This is a job that's meant to be done in person. Um, But I think our students and our teachers are just persevering so much. And I've had some really positive meetings lately with students and families where students are just thriving online and, and the teachers are providing very engaging lessons and they're really making academic progress and, and students are being successful academically. Um, we, we definitely have students that are really struggling and this is not great for them, but overall I think our students are doing really well and our seniors especially seem to, I, I was talking to one of my seniors in my Monday cohort yesterday who, um, parts of high school have been really hard. And and I like almost started crying because this person is getting straight A's. And as a senior, second semester senior when senioritis is usually kicking in. And so it's it's very gratifying to see those success stories.
0: Yeah, you know, people, you you know, you hear things and you see things about education and not being in person. And I'm with you, I hear stories of hardship, obviously, like a lot of people. But I also I hear and I see so much goodness and so much happening, so much hustle and uh, teachers teachers crushing it, counselors crushing it, and uh, and kids a- as well, you know. And I think it's super important to celebrate those. Wendy, uh, same question. What are you proud of? What's going well? Let's uh, let's let's end on some positive mojo.
3: I know. You know. I was thinking about listening to Travis and Ann talk, and there's so much to be proud of. I mean. This will be um, a year of resiliency. We are delivering kids into the next phase of their lives with a completely elevated level of resiliency that was never even available to students in the past. You know, these kids have been asked to pivot and they have done it. You know, they're they're not complaining. They're just, you know, tell me how, tell me how, you know, and how I need to do this, how I need to, you know, learn this material. They're they're showing up. Um, it's really extraordinary. I will say that something that I'm especially, I don't know, proud of is the right word, but just, you know, I feel really touched and moved is that, you know, I meet independently, individually with students, and a lot of times their families want to join because they want to talk about college and they, they're part of the process. Um, and, you know, they're zooming in from their home, you know, and so, and for a long time we were working from home. And so there's a very personal connection there you know, we're, we're privileged to see them in their private space in their personal space, and they're sharing, you know, their hopes and dreams for college for their children. And we just get to be a part of that. And I just feel like um, it's such an honor to be a part of um, guiding students and families through a really important uh, transition in their lives. And, and I think um, Zoom has been so educational for us. And certainly our first choice would be to be, you know, face to face, of course, but wow, what an incredible year we've had and we've all pivoted and and I think done really well with it. And I'm just, I'm so excited to see where our class of 2021 lands.
0: Yeah, I could not agree more. Wendy and Travis, the entire Akalani's team El everyone listening, thank you for being resilient yourself. Thank you for showing up to work when sometimes work is happening in your garage because you're at home and you have families. I mean, I've been there as well too, and people have pivoted and um, hopefully people are assuming positive intentions and uh, still keeping the goal on horizon. All the students, class of 21, Good luck. Keep crushing it. Akalanis, thank you. Elpi, thank you. Everyone listening, thank you for all that you do. And I hope that you have an amazing day.